Hello, and welcome back to the Barefoot Books podcast. Aleo was the fastest runner on the island of Maui, but he could not catch beautiful Kanikaniaula. Find out why in this Hawaiian story. After the story, go to barefootbooks.com to find the complete Fabrics of Fairy Tale collection. This is the story of the feather cloak, a Hawaiian story about feathers and bark cloth. Far away, across the oceans of the South Pacific, lies the island of Maui. Had you the view of a seafaring bird, you could see that the island of Maui is the shape of a man's torso and head, bent at the waist, looking out across the water towards the neighbouring island of Kahulawi. On the island of Maui, there once lived a man by the name of Ilio. Now, Ilio was a special man in many ways. His fleetness of foot had earned him the title of Kukini, which means trained runner. Ilio was also a tohunga. He could see into the secret world of spirits. He had the gift of healing. He knew how to prepare medicines from plants. And it was also said that he had the power to bring the dead back to life. Now, as you can imagine, Elio was a very useful person to have about. As it happened, Elio worked in the service of Kakalinio, chief of Maui. One day, the chief called Elio to him and said, Elio, I want you to fetch me a kava roof from Hana for a special celebration this evening. Although Hana lay on the other side of the island, Kakalinio knew that Elio was the swiftest and most reliable of his runners and expected him to return with the route within hours. Elio began to make his way across the island, through the quivering thick green forest. All of a sudden, he caught sight of a young woman up ahead of him. It was not unusual to see other people here in the forest, but this woman was of exceptional beauty. Her long black hair hung down her back, and her face was as fresh and as radiant as the moon. She looked at Elio from over her shoulder and then darted away into the forest. Elio was curious, and instead of continuing onwards to Hannah, he veered off the path to follow her. After all, he was the swiftest kukini in the chief of Maui's service, and it would take but a few minutes to catch up with the woman and ask her name. Elio hastened his steps. Again he caught sight of the woman. She waved to him. Elio sprang forward, but try as he might, he was unable to catch up with her, no matter how fast he ran. She dodged nimbly through the forest, over rocks, hills, mountains, and through deep valleys and along winding streams, until at last they came to the cape of Hanumanuloa. There she stopped outside a polwa, a tower-like building made of bamboo. Elio knew this tower to be a special place of the dead, the funeral house of chieftains, their families and other distinguished people. It was here that their bodies were laid out, exposed to the elements, the sea, air and sun. The woman turned to Elio and cried out, Elio, swift as Kukuni and skilled Tohonga, I am Kanikani Aula. I am no longer of this world, Elio. I am a spirit, and this tower is where I dwell for now. Ah, smiled Elio. That is why I could not catch you. Only a spirit could move so quickly. Kanikani Aula smiled back at him. 
Yes, I led you on a wild chase, Elio. But now let us be friends, or it is lonely for me here in this power. For a time, Kanikani Aula and Elio sat and spoke together. Then Kanikani Aula stood and pointed back to where they had run from. Not far from here live my family. Go to them now, Elio, and ask them for a hog, rolls of tarpa cloth, fine woven mats, and the feather cloak I was making. The cloak is not finished, but there are enough feathers and netting in our fare, our home, to finish it. Bring them here, and I will complete the cloak for you and give you these gifts as a token of our friendship. With these words, Kanikani Aula disappeared from sight. Ilio climbed up into the pawa, and there lying on a platform halfway up the tower, he saw the dead body of Kanikani Aula. She was in every way as lovely as the spirit. She lay there beautifully dressed, with a look of such peace on her face. Ilio could tell that she had not been dead for long. Leaving the Poa, he ran in the direction that Kanikani Aula had pointed. There he came across an older woman who stood weeping. Elio guessed that this must be her mother. Aloha, he greeted the woman. My name is Elio, Kukini and Tohanga of Kakalino, chief of Maui. I am a stranger to these parts, but I was led here by the spirit of Kanikani Aula. The older woman stopped weeping as Ilio described the spirit woman and explained Kanekane Aula's request. Quickly she ran and fetched her husband and Ilio repeated his story. The man and the woman willingly agreed to give Ilio the tapa cloth, the mats and the feather cloak. But as they began discussing the hog, Ilio had an idea. Tell me, he said to Kanekane Aula's father, are all these people who live about you your friends? Why, yes, answered the man. They are cousins, aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters and friends of Kanikani Aula. Will they do your bidding? Ilio asked again. The older man nodded. Do as I say, Ilio spoke, and perhaps Kanikani Aula can come and live among her people once again. Ilio instructed them to build a great arbor and decorate it with the sweetest smelling flowers on the island. Inside the arbor, they were to erect an altar, then prepare a feast. They were to cook the hog and lay it on the altar together with red and white fish, red, white and black cocks, and different kinds of banana. They were to lock away in their houses all their pigs, chickens and dogs, and to observe the strict silence as they went about their work and prayer. While these preparations were taking place, Ilio ran quickly across to Hana and pulled from the ground bushes of kava, a plant of great medicinal strength. When Ilio returned to the village, the preparations were completed. Ilio caught sight of the spirit of Kanikani Aula. She lingered close behind him, though no one else could see her. Ilio fixed the preparation from the kava plant. Then he entered the flower-strewn arbor, where he offered his prayers and began to call upon the gods. As he chanted the final words, Ilio turned and took the spirit of Kanikani Aula by the hand. He led her out of the arbor and back to the poa. There he lifted her gently, her spirit lying across his arms like a long white cloud, and carefully began to press the spirit back into her body as he chanted. Kanikani Aula's family stood patiently beneath the poa. They could hear Ilio's chanting. 
His voice was carried by the wind and mingled with the churning hiss of the waves as they tumbled against the cliffs. Suddenly, the chanting stopped, and when the people looked up, standing above them was Kani Kani Aula, radiant and smiling. Kani Kani Aula's family wept for joy, and she was taken to the priest for a ceremony of purification. That evening, there was a huge feast. The food spilt from the groaning platters, and there was joyful singing and dancing. After the feast, the feather cloak, the rolls of tapa cloth, and the beautiful mats were brought and laid before Elio. Elio, take these gifts, for we owe you much, Kanikaniaula's father addressed him. Come and live with our family. Take Kanikaniaula as your wife and be a son to us. Elio looked towards the beautiful Kanikani Aula. He had never seen a woman as striking as her. Then he looked down at the fine gifts before him and he spoke. Kanikani Aula is worthy of a husband of much higher rank than I. If you would entrust her to my care, I will take her to my chief, Kakalinio, for her beauty and her charms make her worthy to be his wife and our queen. Ilio then turned to Kanikaniaula. Kanikaniaula, finish this feather cloak, for I have never seen one like it before, and neither has my chief. It is a valuable gift. At once all those who knew the art began to work upon the cloak using the beautiful red feathers of the parrot. As soon as it was finished, Ilio and Kanikaniaula set off to Chief Kakalino's village, carrying between them the gifts of the tarpa cloth the mats, and the feather cloak. As they neared the village, Ilio turned to Kanikaniaula and said, Wait here hidden in these bushes. If by sundown I have not returned, all is not well, and you must return to your own people. Follow the path that we have just taken. Then taking the gifts, Ilio continued towards the chieftain's fare. Ahead of him he saw a group of people hitting an umu, an oven set in the ground. When they saw Ilio, they came and took hold of him roughly, saying, Ilio, chief of Kakalinio, is very angry at you for not returning with the Kavaru. He has ordered that we should roast you alive. Ilio answered, If I am to die, then let me die at the feet of my chief. The people being fond of Ilio took him before the chief. Why is this man not dead? What is he doing standing here before me? the chief roared when he saw Elio. It was my wish, explained Elio, that if I should die, I should die at your feet. But please, before you kill me, see the wondrous gifts that I have bought you. And Elio placed before the chief the tapa cloth, the mats, and the feather cloak. The striking red feather cloak immediately caught the chief's attention. He was quite astonished by the garment. Of course, Ilio was pardoned and welcome when he produced the remaining kava plants that he had fetched during his time with Kanikaniaula's family. When the chief heard Ilio's story, he grew curious. He ordered Ilio to bring before him the woman who had made the cloak so that he might see her for himself and expressed his gratitude for the wonderful garment. Quickly, Ilio returned and fetched Kanikaniaula from her hiding place. When Chief Kakalinio saw Kanikaniaula, he was immediately charmed by her and understood why Ilio had wanted to restore her to life. 
He could also see that Elio and Kanikani Aula had fallen in love with each other, and he insisted that the young couple marry. So Kanikani Aula was brought back from the dead by Elio and became celebrated as the creator of the first feather cloak. The descendants of Elio and Kanikani Aula live even now on the islands of Hawaii, and it is said that the feather cloak, known as Ahu or Kakalinio, is preserved to this day. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Now you can visit barefootbooks.com slash podcast to find special offers, join our email list, and listen to past episodes of the Barefoot Books podcast. See you next week. Bye.